Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. We are here. Bart Scott, you're, I, I came in like a freaking ball of energy. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, wow. Couple weeks off. I uh, was on vacation with the family. Hasn't Went been to a the beach. Weeks? It's been a couple of weeks. I suppose so. So it was a little delayed in getting us a new episode. But we're here to wrap up mm-hmm. our coverage, kind of, of Halloween Horror Nights 29. I'll actually be returning this weekend. Yeah. So I'll have sort of a, uh, I'll tell you what it was like the last time, the right. first time we were there. And now sort of a follow-up to things yeah, that Yeah, it'll changed. be interesting to see how your feelings, if your feelings change. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'll do Academy of Villains because it seems like we're in the mass minority this well, time. People sure. who are very excited about this year. Uh, people have been pumped. I've seen a lot of stuff about Academy of Villains. So maybe, maybe. I don't know if I'll have the time because I'm doing the double header. And yeah, uh, But cool. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But we're going to talk today about the Ghostbusters house and the Stranger Things house. Probably the two most anticipated houses of the year for the mass market. And uh, what do we do first? I was going to ask you the same question. I think we did Ghostbusters last. No? Or no, I think we did Ghostbusters. In Str- no, we did Ghostbusters last. We did do I'm Ghostbusters sure. last. That's right. So we did Stranger Things. And I'm having a little bit of a hard time recalling all the details really? of Stranger Things. Because it's mostly season two, right? Or no, it was a super long house. It was, it was the was longest su- house yeah. in history, I believe. Or longest house in a very long mm-hmm. time with... They said 16 scenes or something like that. And and theoretically, you could say it encompasses all three seasons because the very first scene is the end of the season one house that they did. Right. Only a little different perspective. Right. So you know, when you first walk in, you're in, you said you're, right, you're at the end of season one. Right. You're in the classroom it, where Eleven's got her arm out in the Demogorgon and she's pressing against the wall. But it, of course, turns dusty. I, I feel like at this point. We're probably safe and uh, yeah. spoiling some things. If you I haven't think, been yet and you're still going, then maybe don't listen yet. But I think you're fine. Let's just go. Let's yeah. go full at it. There's a lion in the what's what is it called? The Nightingales. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, in the Stranger Things house, there's a yeah. lion. We'll give it away. There's a lion. Um, no, but yeah. So Eleven is the, the Demogorgon jumps out at you, but then Eleven comes out of the shadows and puts her hand out, and the thing gets pressed against the wall. It was pretty cool. It's a cool yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. And then you got welcomed into season two of right. Stranger Things, which uh, was like the punk rock 11 year was the year where she's mm-hmm. kind of locked away most of the time, right? Did they show her with the slick back hair, though? I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember. I know we went through the arcade and they had all these funny video game names that uh-huh. I walked through, which caught my attention. Um, and I got scared a couple times by a guy with a, with a pump action rifle. Maybe we should have watched the walkthrough. We again. probably should have. But, uh, but the highlights that I for sure remember, of course, I mean... Well, I, there's two actual puppets in that house. Okay. Right? Because when you get to the cabin scene, yes. it's the one coming in through the roof. Of the, what do you call that? The, what did they, the mind flare? Is that what they call it? Mind, the mind flare, yes. The big, the big gelatinous thing that's made up from the material of everyone that's killed. Right. Um, and there are also some demodogs, right? There are some demi dogs eating Bob. So there's a couple. Yeah, I've skipped it. We've completely I've skipped over season two. You actually walk through the bus that they're all hiding on in season two. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and Dustin's like, "We are gonna die." Actually, I think there's. Oh, those are those are demi demi dogs that are yeah. looking down on you when you go through the bus, which I completely missed. You like you like tap me like, look back there. I totally missed it. I'd walked right past it and hadn't seen it because I was watching Dustin say his thing. We are gonna die over yeah. and over again. Yeah, those loops. Are some of them are pretty close together? Yeah, well, and we got I, we. I remember we got kind of held up on the bus. 
Yeah. We kind of had to stand in there for a little while. Which if you haven't seen, you can watch some of your walkthroughs, right? All right, parts of your walk. Mine are I. I don't even recommend my own because it's it's not mine's not really about that. But yeah, I think that scene is in there. Um, That's on your vlog. Yeah, That's on my vlog. vlog. Um, Barney Scott or just Bart Scott. But there's a handful of others out there, obviously that did really you know high quality, especially that were there opening night and you could when they could film in the houses. Yeah, there's some pretty ones. I've gone to look back because I I don't remember, but I'll be going back this week, so I'll be trying mm-hmm. to I'll be trying to pick which which ones are my favorites, but. Uh, season three, which we were all a little confused about because I think there was there was a, a thought process that was going to be split. And then there was a rumor, I think it specifically came out of Hollywood, that it was going to be season two with like a tag of season three. Yeah. Like a little bit of season Sprinkling. three. Sprinkling. But this had a pretty decent amount of season three. It wasn't necessarily, I don't know if it was split half and half, but it was it was a few scenes. I feel like there was more of two than three. Oh, yes. I, I would say for sure. For sure. And then season three. But there was, three had some really big pieces. It didn't like set up a season three. No. It had like, oh, no. the grand finale. You got the conclusion of season three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that was one of the only things that was a little disappointing. And I know some people have shared that opinion too, is that the mall was kind of uh, barely featured. Yeah, I know people. But it's, I mean, how are they going to do that? I mean, it would take. You got a soundstage. Yeah, but they got to put all the other scenes in there too. I mean, I, I, I yeah, see your big point. scenes. There are big scenes. Big, think about uh, ghosts. I guess I don't know how big. Huge. I don't know how big the sound stages are when they're not houses. So I don't really. They know. are, are most of them are double. A lot of them are double sound stages. Yeah. So, uh, they are gigantic. So you could certainly. I think they could have done a little bit more. Yeah. The mall is so iconic. Yeah. That I would have liked to have seen a little bit more. That was there. You were in the Starcourt Mall for the last scene. You're in the mall. You see the the, was, big, the Scoops Ahoy, not Chips Ahoy. The yeah. Scoops Ahoy sign kind of in the background. But the big, I mean, I didn't have time to even pay yeah. attention to the, the giant puppet that's in there, the Mind Flayer. I mean, they called it a puppet. They said it's the largest puppet they've ever made. I mean, I feel like calling it a puppet is a is a gross understatement. Yeah, just a huge moving Beast. prop. Yeah. You know, but I mean, huge. Like, felt. It, from your perspective, felt mm-hmm. double your size, if not more. It felt huge. Yeah. It felt gigantic coming at you and attacking you. Yeah, I mean, the guy play, that played Lucas is underneath it. That's how big it is, and he's standing up. So you He's know. an adult. It's an adult playing a kid, but still, yeah. How do you think that casting process is? Like, Are you under five foot two? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder that. Because there was a lot of, I think last year, a lot of talk of like, did they hire underage? Like, no, everyone here is 18. They're just short people in this world. Well, I feel like last year wasn't the the actor that we saw playing Dustin. I might be making this up, so don't quote me on this. But I, I thought the girl playing, the well, the person playing Dustin was a girl. Oh, I'm not sure. Because it, you know. What, what are you saying? What are you saying? I don't know. I'm going to get my traditionally I'm smaller. Done. I'm done. I'm not going to say anymore. I know. You said like Peter Pan. Like Peter Pan. Yeah, like Peter Pan. A, yeah, right. Like Peter Pan. Right. Everyone, everyone knows that. It's easier to find an adult woman who can pass as a child in the dark than an adult male. Usually. Not always. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. But all right. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the anyway, what we're talking about, <laughs> the cast of Stranger Things. I did, uh, you know, there's like a professional wrestler this week, Marco Stunt, who's getting a lot of press this week. Yeah, Marco Stunt, when he originally started, was. Pass for Dustin. Absolutely. His character was pretty much Dustin, yeah. especially when we started here on the Indies. Got the and, hair. And he's probably, you know, he's he's quite a bit shorter than me, but he's a fantastic wrestler. I love him. Yeah. Uh, good guy. But he has that. You can find people who do have that appeal, mm-hmm. who have that sort of. But I that, that feel like that, that when you're talking about, okay, we got to cast somebody to play a guy in a mask. Okay, big it's deal. Easy, but right. You're like, all right, got to cast someone that's between four, eight, and five, six. Right. 
And it uh, looks like these. I feel like you're to starting to limit. Ex- and to play an extremely recognizable right. character, too. I mean, even if you can't, I mean, in some cases you could just slap a wig on him, but I, uh, I don't know. No, you know? no. And, I, and I think we've learned that from some of the houses that sometimes that doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. And I think if we go into Ghostbusters, I'll say that maybe was like a few thing times that we're like, ah, just not quite yeah. Ghostbuster. I know. But overall, that was, uh, that's nitpicking. Yeah. Because what do you expect them to do? Uh, when they had the opposite with The Shining, remember they had the Jack. With the weird, with the weird process, head like piece. headpiece, yeah, that, yeah, this was clearly a headpiece. So you kind of have to pick your poison here. Yeah, what do you sure. want? What do you want? Yeah, you that was almost have... distracting. Actually, yeah, it almost it looked like a Halloween store. <laughs> like a, do you remember? Bald you head. probably don't remember, but in the eighties, there was a thing called Splitting Image, where they did like celebrity puppets. There's a Genesis video where they used them. It was called Lane of Confusion. Anyway, it looked like a Spitting Image puppet of Jack Nicholson. The only that. Genesis video I remember is the I Can't Dance. Oh my god, was that a song? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't dance. That's our, that's He's like our, in the desert. That's our age gap showing. Cause I, was I know like more of their songs. I just don't yeah. know that many of the videos. But that song was like our number one song on our household for a while. No, all right. I loved go. that song when I was like, I don't know, four. No, that's a good song. I got you. Yeah. I'm with you. There was an no, alligator in no, the video. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's I Can't Dance by Genesis. That's if you right. want to know. I, I would have known it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, it's like that and uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. I would have like we're the same. We're the same. Uh, did that show last? Uh, it's still on. It's on weird. It was on like Saturday night up against the. It was, it was like Jamie Fox or something, it right? Is, yeah, it's Jamie Fox. <laughs> they played it producing star it. to whether you could beat Shazam. Yep. Did a lot of people beat Shazam? Uh, I never watched it. I'm I don't way think, behind. I don't on. think anybody. Oh, well, see, for the first part of the show, boy, we are off topic. It's okay. You're playing against other contestants, so you don't even actually go up against Shazam until I believe until the, uh, like the end, final round. Like the final, yeah, sudden death round. Because I remember when it first started, people would be texting me left and right, you need to go on this show. I'm like, eh, but see, you get under that pressure, under those lights, in a sound stage. See, I brought it back. It's very easy to choke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you actually get on a game show, it's – my mom was picked for the Price is Right wow. uh, Las Vegas oh, okay. experience. Oh, okay. And she <laughs> made it to the final. It was hosted by – oh, man, who was it? Not not Jay Peterman, but somebody like that. Like All one right. of those random celebrities. Mm-hmm. It was at the – I think it was at the Flamingo. I'm not sure whether they mm-hmm. did the Price is Right or the Rio or one of those. And she made it to like the final round. Like you could win the cruise. And she overshot the price. And, oh. and she was like, I know what to do. I've been in that moment. I just, uh, you just I know. So. Do you remember when, uh, again, this is real quick. Do you remember that? I, I, for a second, I thought I was imagining this as you were talking. But do you remember that Disney had that American Idol thing? Oh, yeah. You would get there early to audition for it. You can audition. What a horrible way to spend your day at a theme park. What if you get, like, denied? What if you don't even pass the audition? Well, a lot of people didn't because you only had to pick, like, only, like, three or four people per show. Per show, that's true. And uh, Mike Rome from the WWE, Austin Romero, who was that? He was, was, like, the Simon Cowell. Really? Yeah. And he made it. He played Jack and everybody. He's one to come on the show. We need to arrange. I have a linear, is that a thing? I have a line of guests. He played, I don't know. Can we talk? He played Jack? Yeah, he played Jack and the Usher. And yeah, he was pretty much every icon you can imagine. I mean, in the park, not. But not the, yeah, because the Jack is. Is James Keaton, but there's obviously more than one actor playing Jack at night. So if you go. You mean like when he's in a house? Yeah, or like on the. The show or whatever. Not always it was. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not always. Oh, I it's thought not always it was always James. Most of the time. Uh, but definitely in the streets when Jack was in the streets. Oh, well, sure. Those weren't him. Well, because I, I know the chance wasn't always Aaron, but I yeah. thought on the She stage, wasn't at all this last time. I thought on the stage show it was always Jack. Uh, James Keaton. I think at the last one it was most. Are saying this? Is this okay? 
I mean, they post about it. I assume. I, I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I mean, it's like his profile picture. I, I know. I still like to preserve some of the magic. But I know anybody listening to the show knows that James Keaton is Jack. Yeah, he's been on here. Before. I thought on Twenty Five. Yeah, but they weren't allowed to t- talk about it, were they? He was talked about being Jack. Did Aaron talk about being Chance? Yeah, that's why she was on. I mean, I listened, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. um, she was on the next year to talk. We couldn't get her on out of else. character that that's year. That's right. I did have a picture of him. I think well, that's interesting. I thought, yeah. I thought on the stage show it was always James. Like, that was just his gig. He had to do. I think for a lot of the nights it was. You know. But not for, not for everything. But not in the street and stuff. Yeah, you got to have doubles for that. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah, they, I mean, you can't work every night. I mean. You can. <laughs> I guess it's only like three or four nights a, a week. That's true. I'm trying to find pictures of it, but now I'm just. Uh, and the rest of the time, you're donkey. I'm just on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you swipe. Do they phone. still have that donkey? I don't know. Does did Florida ever have it? Yeah. Oh, did they? I, I've always seen it in Hollywood. I'm going way back. Hollywood. I'm going to the way back machine. Anyway. No, see, While I'm, you look for that, we'll go back to you. I'm just going to show a picture. No, I'm sh- trying to show you a picture from Halloween Hornets, but you know what? This is just taking. Uh, wait. This is where we need a video component to this show, because then we'd still be technically giving them content. Yeah, we should do that one day. Yeah, one day. One day we'll build a set. We'll get a little backdrop. We just need to, like, instead of stuff going to that Hollywood store, the Fredericks of, not Fredericks, Williams of uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Just need, like, you just, Fred, different store. Uh, like, can you just oh, <laughs> it took me a minute. I forgot what Fredericks of Hollywood was. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Not that prop, I knew, of course. but Yeah, the prop shop. But they have all that stuff. We need to just like get through a rummage sale right now. Because behind us right now is a prop from Nickelodeon Studios. That's Florida, true. Which I just uh, uh, took because they said uh, we're going to throw it away. And mm-hmm. I took it. Uh, so I hope maybe we can find someone so to hook us up with that. From which studio, though? Okay, from what, what you're staring at right now. Yes. Okay, we're gonna. this isn't universal. This is universal uh, knowledge here. So this behind us is the number one stanchion from uh, the original Double Dare. And Which was filmed where? Universal or Studios, Kate. Florida. So that was that is yes. from Florida. Uh, after the first, I think the first season may have been in Canada, but the the seasons you remember were in Orlando. That's the Sunday Slide sign. It is. However, the Sunday Slide portion was recreated. That's not the original insert. Oh, that was done for the show Slime Time Live, which I worked on as well as Double Dare Two Thousand during screen tests. But the actual pieces from the original series. Ah. Uh-huh. Talk to Mark Summers about it. Interesting. I mean, he was like, we didn't use that font. I'm like, I know it was from this and that. <laughs> and it was such a confusing moment that I decided to stop. I love that he actually knew that. He was uh, like, was he a producer on that show or just the, the host? Uh, by the end of it, he was he was a producer. He actually still has some kind of controlling. When they do any kind of version of Double Dare, yeah. he's got to prove it. He was on it right now. Well, yeah, yeah with, but, but he's a co, there's a co-host. Yeah, he's he not the main host. He's like the like – the, what was the name of the woman who was on Double Day originally? Who was like his? Let's go to her for. Did he have? I don't you're gonna remember. win a oh. huffy bike. Like that was. I don't even remember. I thought it was all him from my memory. She's on the tour. No. Both of them are on tour. Interesting. It's not the girl who is was just on Hot Ones. Uh, she was. Oh, is that the girl from Double Dare? So I didn't watch it because I didn't know who she was. I skipped right to Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was brilliant. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh. So good. But anyway. But yeah, but that was uh, the pretty much had at the end of when Universal Studios Florida decided and Nickelodeon also decided no more of this. Everyone was working there. They just lined up tons of props mm-hmm. and tagged them with blue post-it notes. And if it was tagged with a blue post-it note, it was going in the trash. So you could take whatever was tagged. So I took that, a nose from Double Dare, 
couple other signs and things. And like one of the big noses? You have mm-hmm. to reach up? I have it in storage. It's pretty disgusting. That? It looks uh, very interesting when it's detached uh-huh. and just hanging on the wall. It just looks <laughs> – Like a big nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. It looks less like a big nose. That's what it looks All like right. on the wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it is uh, so much – but it's also was had so much – it's foam. So it's so much like slime built oh, yeah. into it. And it's over, just gross. Yeah, and over time foam starts to break down. I have a feeling it's destroyed in storage right now. I haven't seen it in about a decade. So that's a that's – a, I was just talking to someone here about uh, – Brian Henson being on Chris Hardwick's podcast, and he talked about how there are no, or there's very few original like Muppets left because they deteriorate. You can't do anything yeah. about it. Well, that's like a let's tie it back into horror. I just got that mask. I got mm-hmm. a mask from. Uh, it is a replica prop from Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, but it's based on the Don Post. Not based on it was a Don Post latex white Timberwolf mask. Mm-hmm. To find a real one from the seventies that's still around. Very, very hard because they they rot it out. Yeah. They rot it. They're either latex or foam or whatever. So thankfully, there's a couple that has the original master molds who worked for Don Post and will remake them for you mm-hmm. at a much uh, higher cost. Uh, but yeah, for sure. Well, it was cool that they still kind of can exist because you can't really find original ones that look decent. Yeah. It's like, have you ever seen like the Yoda? Like whenever they show like the original Yoda, it's just disgusting. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, or you see – um, they just recently did the – a Ninja Turtle came up for auction. Oh, really? And that's just from the 90s and it looks horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the face is all melty. And right. It's like walking through that creepy rock of fire. Uh, I was just going to bring that up thing. in that documentary. Yeah, that just was like melty the faces. Part. They show all the faces just literally melting because they're just old and it's hot because it's Florida. Now, Brian said there is, like, there are people that can go in and restore them, but they're not then original. And they basically have to, like, shellac them. So they're just, like, locked in time forever. You couldn't do anything with them anymore. Yeah. So. But anyway. Should we move to Ghostbusters? Stranger Things. We left. I think we were pretty happy about it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. I actually thought this year's Stranger Things house was better than last year's. It was definitely scarier. Yeah. Maybe more intense. And it says more intense. I felt like there was more to see. Just there was more. I thought there was more wow factor. Unless just Demogorgon jumping out at you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, last year you did have the living room with the lights and stuff, which was cool yeah, to maybe see. more I there was maybe more memorable, iconic imagery. Mm-hmm. It'd be like doing Ghostbusters than doing Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stuff you just don't – like, I, I remember Stranger Things 2, and I loved it. But you know what we didn't talk about is what was missing in that, which was the Ghostbusters. Remember we talked about this on the uh, the recap show. But there were no Ghostbusters season two, Stranger Things Ghostbusters. Oh, right. The kids in the suits. That whole episode, not even that acknowledged. Is, that is weird that they didn't do that, especially the year that they had. Maybe they felt it would be too confusing to have yeah. that. And it goes, I don't know. I don't. I think that, that would have been great. I think it would have been even more Synergistic. appropriate. Exactly. And then, you know, also, speaking of the Christmas lights, we didn't really talk about this. But at Pop Century, they set up a Stranger Things pop-up. Uh, Not at Pop Century. Did I say Pop Century? Wow. Sorry about that, Universal. Uh, at Cabana Bay, yeah. <laughs> they set up a and it, really weird if it was uh, at Pop Century. Yeah. At Cabana Bay, they set up this Stranger Things pop up the night, the opening night of Horror Nights. That that night was only open to guests of the hotel, and then of course they invited the media. Um, which is why actually I didn't get in because we were there, but like I went up and it was just a line of, of vloggers, vloggers all the way vloggers. back to the bowling alley. So we sat in the bar of the bowling alley, had a couple of black cherry mojitos, which I highly way recommend. Way better, way better. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but inside it was, there were two, it's, it's basically two photo ops, but very well detailed. One is Scoops Ahoy, the set 
a version of the set. And then one is the living room and you sit on the couch and the lights go up. And then there's a there's a moment where the lighting changes and you see like the silhouette of the Demogorgon behind you because the walls, whatever. Has it open? Is it still open? It's open. It's I believe it's open through the duration of Horror Nights to anyone. It's about two weeks. I'm again. I'm. The, I'm not letting the facts get in the way of the story, but I believe they said it would be open for quite a while. And now there's also. I mean, we could verify this, but you know, again, why bother? Um, there's also. First of all, there's something called the. I think it was called the Monster Shop. Somewhere in, in Universal. Yes, it's uh, the old Terminator too. Oh yeah, shop. so yeah, which we didn't go into. No, which I wish. I we think had. it was closed by the time. Maybe we it was. Made it over is there. that what it was? Because I saw it on a vlog actually. Yeah. And there's apparently a Stranger Things pop up in there as well. Yeah, I think because we didn't make it to that area until like no. one o'clock in the morning. So make a point to get over there. I mean, I now I wish like I would now I'd like to go back just to see that shop. It looked cool. I th- well, you got two weeks. Yeah, I know. But Come on, you can do it. I got three kids and a mortgage. So um, I, I got three. Kids. They're just <laughs> taking them with me. My son is dying to go to Horror Nights. He is begging yeah. me, and I can't do it. He's just not yet. Amanda is like, "There's no way." Oh, I'm like, "Too soon." I was like, "I can walk him right." He just wants to do Ghostbusters. He's like, "We can go right to Ghostbusters and do like Transformers." But like, she said, "Like there is stuff he has not seen." There, on the way to Ghostbusters, yeah. there are things, and there's not enough glow sticks in the world. Is there, no, is there though? Because well, you'd have to that, go, you'd go through an arcade, which, which wouldn't is be fine. So bad. No. Except maybe the chainsaws. But they're all lit up, so maybe yeah, that wouldn't be Yeah, it's kind of good. We could walk around it. But He's pretty sensitive wouldn't to stuff. He have to, he'd have to pass a, the end of Zombie Land, wouldn't he? No, because it's right – Just the Ghostbuster entrance, the real entrance. Oh, that's true. Just we don't, right, we it's don't just go right the real there. entrance. We don't go We don't go in. <laughs> we don't go in the real entrance. So I don't, then yeah, I have to have make him wait three hours. I'm not going to take him. But I, yeah, I know. It's too when, much. When the kid is begging you and he doesn't do scary things. No. And he's begging you to do something scary. There's part of me as a dad being like, all right, let's open up some fears. Let's do it. Like if he ever wanted to go on any roller coaster, I'd be like, all right, let's do it just to get you over. Just to get over it, right. But – I also am like, I didn't go until I was 14, and I feel yeah. like 12 or 13, that's okay. But before then. Maybe if and when they do Ghostbusters 2, he'll be in the house. <laughs> it's be a right. bummer because I know like this is his opportunity, yeah. and he loves Ghostbusters so much, but I just I'll, can't do it. Although, and we're going to get to it, but there is a little nod to Ghostbusters 2 in the Ghostbusters house. Unless somebody at Universal is listening, they're like, look, we'll take you backstage just straight into the <laughs> Ghostbusters house and then you will take you out which hmm. by the way if someone will do that for me i would gladly take them up on the offer logan solomon is here i've solved your problem can't you get can't you do it couldn't you do a unmasking the horror tour during the day with the lights no, on honestly well and you can't just just pick like i just want to do ghostbusters uh, and the other ones are kind of gruesome that's true and that's true you can't really take them in the house of a thousand corpses right even and, without the actors. right it's and, so gross in ghostbusters without these special effects and actors but I think for okay. a six-year-old, though, I think it would be enough. I don't know. See the he wants to see Stay Pump and Slimer. He'd and see it. Slimer, though. He would just be sitting there, wouldn't he? I don't know. Or is it taken away? I guess the one Slimer is up in the top. Yeah, that's always that's All true. Right, let's I move guess. to Ghostbusters. The puppet then. they could probably take. Okay, so let's get to the Ghostbusters. All right, Ghostbusters, my most anticipated house. My favorite movie of all time is Ghostbusters, 1984 Ghostbusters. I have to preface that now because of recent events. Uh, <laughs> Because of recent, in light of recent events, in light of recent events, I now have to, to always say that's the the biggest problem when I'm gifting people, mm-hmm. sending gifts, I'm having Ghostbusters, and half of them are 2016 Ghostbusters. Really? Come on, like that's been the biggest trouble. It's been how do you specify? Call. Answer the call, it's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Answer the call. Which what did we say? Something else is answer the call. Also, uh, recently they just it was a trailer for oh, something. Oh gosh, what was that? That's going to drive me crazy now. It was a big trailer. Yeah, or something. I know. Answer uh, the call. Uh, but Ghostbusters, I think overall, 
this was destined to be my favorite house, but I think they did. Mm-hmm. Great. I think they did a terrific job. Uh, there are some obvious little things that I'm like, oh, well, that's odd that wasn't included or included. But overall, if we're just going to not nitpick, I don't know how you didn't walk through this house and just love it. No, of course. Uh, Hollywood seemed to have the better facade. Hollywood got the full firehouse facade, and that's really cool. But this house doesn't start there, which I like. It starts in the New York Public Library where it where it should. And uh, takes you through a lot of the key moments. A lot of the dialogue is kind of uh, moved around to fit the house over the story arc of the movie, which is interesting. Like, I love this town isn't the last line of the house. It's said like halfway through. Uh, so they took out they, – they made sure that you had those iconic lines – not necessarily oh, I didn't in the even order. Think of that. Yeah, and and even like dogs and cats living together. He says it super early mm-hmm. in the house. That doesn't happen till you know towards towards the end of right the movie for the climax. Yeah. So those lines and the dialogue, a lot of the stuff you want to hear is in it. It's just not necessarily exactly as you remember it. Right. But you do go through the firehouse at one point, which I thought is an excellent scene, and you have Janine. Uh, they're doing the we got one Basically scene. putting on a show, like a but, whole and, improv the, thing. Yeah, that's the best part of this house. It's a live mm-hmm. actress with a mic, and that is so rare. Uh, yeah. Because it is typically a, a noise a drop, and, and, yeah. and they can kind of trigger their own soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It is not usually someone who has a little bit more. Now, she's doing almost word-for-word dialogue from the movie. Yeah. I think there was some like, hey, what are you looking at? Keep going. Like there was yeah, some general was, stuff, but yeah. not like a ton of improv work, but – it was still cool to have someone live there mm-hmm. talking to you. And that's where you saw... <laughs> what? That's where we saw screen-used uh, proton that's packs from okay. the upcoming Let's movie. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so uh, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. No. Nope. But we were told by maybe someone more official than not uh, that the – and I said it here. I mean I believe I definitely posted it – that the proton packs used um, in the house were based on the – uh, plans and I believe they said that they were sent them. Yeah, uh, proton packs from the upcoming. I Jason mean, they Reitman. almost made it sound like they came from the prop department on the movie set. Right. I mean, that's how authentic they told us these packs were for the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters twenty twenty, the Jason Wright one. So that actually, yeah. for me as a fan, was like I was photographing them. Like, let's see the differences. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of difference. But like, okay, well, why would there be? Uh, I then posted that on the internet. I'm not going to say who, but I got a <laughs> message a few hours later that's like. Heads up, I know you tagged Jason Reitman, and I know you tagged uh, some other people here. Uh, that's not accurate. I made the packs, and uh, I'm the one who designed those for Halloween Horror Nights this year. And they came from my personal collection because I am a, a Ghostbuster, like a local Ghostbuster who dresses up and does the whole cosplay thing. And I know those pack designs because I made them. And I was like, okay, well um, – what happened to me? I was like, maybe we were just fed wrong information, which was true. Mm. But then we found out that that was being fed. It may still be being fed to RIP tours mm-hmm. on a continual basis. Yeah. Uh, here's, though, what we found out actually is true. And that is one of the ghosts featured in the Ghostbusters house. Oh, yeah. At the, yeah. Is from the upcoming Ghostbusters. Not Slimer, like a new ghost. Upcoming right. Ghostbusters 2020. So I think the, the streams were crossed maybe there. <laughs> hey, okay. there go. That makes that makes that would make more sense because really that whole scene kind of pays tribute to all the movies because you've got, as I mentioned, the Scolari brothers. The Scolari brothers from Ghostbusters but 2 the chair. appear. And the tall, like tall ghost like from clown from the new one. Well, my voice cracked from, from twenty from answer like the, the call. striped pants. Yeah, like yeah, 
appears. Wasn't it like Uncle Sam or am I confusing? It's like an it's Uncle Sam. It's like Uncle Sam. Yeah, Sam if, if not. Appear. It's like you're almost going through a montage of ghosts. Like one comes out and the other. So yeah, and then so then they threw one in from the new movie, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so we've had our information a little bit wrong, but there is a tie-in mm-hmm. to the upcoming Ghostbuster film. So that's cool. Uh, you walk through most of the iconic moments. I, my absolute favorites, though, um, obviously the, the, the ballroom scene, and those are cool. I really mm-hmm. liked them. But the last few scenes... Uh, when you're on the rooftop and mm-hmm. there's the scene with my favorite scene, Lewis and, and, Dana. He pop, and Dana, which Dana's possessed. Dana's she's, on the slab. Yeah, you know, she's in her dress. I've heard they've then, had to have team members really ushering people along in that I'm sure. But <laughs> also because Lewis then pops out Lewis and you have to wait to, for him. Yeah. And it is such a fun moment. Yeah. You know, are you the key? I'm the key master. I'm the gatekeeper. Now, in Hollywood, if you follow them on Twitter, they'll give you a password that if you say to Lewis, he'll hand you his business card yeah. while supplies last each night. Yeah. I may or may not have one coming to me. Um, I'm jealous. I wish they were doing that here, but I like when here, they do there, those kind of things. Florida. Like I wish, yeah, I wish there was more of that. Uh, and then at the, I'm trying to think if there's any other big moments that there was obviously the scene there. And then the only maybe thing that the Stay Puff shows up at the end, as mm-hmm. you'd expect. Uh, I kind of wish they had gone more the way of that giant Stranger Things puppet, mm-hmm. which was something overwhelming. Yeah, for Stay Puff, because Stay Puff, you think of as a you know, twenty story tall, right? And more than that, like a hundred story tall creature, uh, and we really just got a big head. We got a big head behind a wall, with us kind of a projection on it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. with kind of a projection on it, yeah. and it was cool. And he's burning. It's the yeah, it was fine. You can yeah. smell marshmallow. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's solid. Just coming out of the Stranger Things, knowing what they could do with a giant puppet, it was a little bit of a bummer to just uh, to just have the little head there. The head, yeah. So I think that I would have liked a bigger Stay Puffed. I would have liked the Ecto One somewhere in there. Yeah, like, that's kind of the big one to me. That's true. Like, how was that not parked right out front? Like, guys, like everyone's trust me, not everyone's got an Ecto One guy. A lot of people got Ecto One guys who are just ready. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting for this moment to get the to answer the call. <laughs> well, you, you know, you did see an Ecto Mobile. Yeah, it's like an Ecto station sort of, wagon, sort of <laughs> yeah, Volvo station wagon, but not in the house at, at valet. Yeah, yeah, they pulled up to valet and. and uh, posed for me and that was so and that and then i think the facade of the firehouse i would have liked to have seen that's really the big things i would have yeah. liked uh, other than that it really did hit all the moments i wanted uh, and maybe like i said i kind of wanted to be co- i kind of wanted to be covered in marshmallow when i walked out there wasn't that <laughs> but i kind of wanted foam like foam yeah yeah I, I would have liked that just like everybody uh but i understand there's logistical things like and, a marshmallow foam yeah, been good too. like on lefou's brew <laughs> Exactly. Let's borrow it from Disney. Yeah, or just the whatever that is on top of the. Oh wait, that's passion fruit foam. Where do they is marshmallow foam on the butter beer? I guess so. Is yeah, what it is? just blow it out. Just yeah, that'd be so gross. I want to be that. I want to be that guy. <laughs> what so do you do? Gross. I got this hose of marshmallow fluff. Last <laughs> <Blast> people. <laughs> be fun. Oh, you'd be so gross all night. That'd be the last thing you did. Yeah, that's like that's why we're saving this for last. <laughs> yeah, and what we missed was the nighttime spectacular. We did. Probably the biggest disappointment of my night because yeah. I really was looking forward to this. I hope I get to do it this weekend. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I can understand wanting to do Academy of Villains now or at least being open to it, but that one I think is a must if you can. It is. What do you think of the Ghostbuster house? Oh, God, I loved it. I thought it was a perfect ending to the night. Yeah. Um, it was It was definitely up there among my favorite houses of the night, probably in my top three. It might be the top. I don't, it might be my favorite. I don't know. But I loved it, uh, you know. The, like when I think of my favorite houses of the night, it's like the first ones that come to mind are Ghostbusters, Graveyard Games, Universal Monsters, and the one house that we have not talked about 
now in th- in the three episodes. What? Yeti. We, did, we didn't do it? I, I'm looking at the notes of the other two episodes. No. I don't think we talked about it. Okay, well, let's do it. So we did have another house, which I don't remember where we did it in the order. No, but unless are you we sure? Put, I'm pretty buddy, sure. I'm we, looking at I'm the notes. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Well, we could take a poll and maybe do a devote a whole show to it if we missed it. On the 16th, we did- There's kill- one missing on my little thing about it. Was we, it Yeti? We did Killer Clowns, House of a Thousand Corpses, Universal Monsters, and Arcade Zombieland. You no, know, I don't really remember going into detail on it, so- No, Depths of Fear, Grave they- Yeah, if we did, then you can hear it twice, because it's a great house. That's also definitely- Now, of course, listen- I was obviously already in the bag for it's this It's like house. the Ghostbuster one. For really you. very little right. that they could do to do me wrong. Yet, yeah, and same with Yeti is my Ghostbusters because I love Yetis. I love Sasquatch. I host a podcast called the Sasquatch Lounge, the Tiki Bar for Monsters. Um, I love that house so much. I mean, for the minute I walked in and it's cold and snowy and yeah. you see the wind, I'm like, oh. It was great. I'm home. <laughs> and it's just like every time you turn a corner, there's just Yeti. I mean, start well, you are from Chicago. Shadows. So That's true. It did feel like being in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and actually, having gone back and watched some other folks' video from that night, we did miss some. Sc- I wonder if we hit it at a cast change. Okay. Which you know, again, I, I've, it happens. I know. I have some issues with that. It shouldn't happen, but um, there's got to be a way to time those better because <laughs> everybody's paying the same price to be there. I agree. But anyway. I've just heard a lot of the vlogs I've been watching lately. I hear a lot of people say, oh, it was a cast change. We missed it. We cast it. And I'm like, that shouldn't be an issue. But anyway, I'm not complaining. It just happens because we missed some good scenes, some good scares. Like there was a scene where there was a guy like kind of splayed out, like his organs had been pulled out. Yeah. And we just saw him laying there. But right. it turns out there was a Yeti hanging over him most of the time. But, oh, yeah. No. We but not when, we, not when we came in. Yeah. But they also had, I mean, some of those scenes, like the one that really got me, again, here's a spoiler. Skip ahead if you don't want to know because it's a good scare. But like, so you're coming out of a cave and they kind of do a uh, they kind of do a misdirection. There's a Yeti up above on a ledge up ahead of you. Look, and it's an actor in a costume. Yeah. It's not a real Yeti. I hate to spoil it for you. But as you're looking at that, an arm just comes down in front yeah. of your face. I saw that. Which was, that was amazing. I yeah. loved that. So that's a simple trick. Um don't look back because it'll ruin it when you look back at it. Yeah. All he's wearing is the arm, unfortunately. Oh. But it's so. But it was still. It was cool. Uh, just oh my god. I mean, there's there's not a lot to say about that except that it's just it's so well done. And we're just going through this snowy camp, just like they prompts, and there's just yetis everywhere. And to second that, I actually was at this week Nashville Nightmare, which is uh, what is known actually as the number one haunted house attraction outside of. The majors. And they're all number one. There's one by me called Basement of the Dead that swears it's number one. I think it says it was the number one scariest haunted house. Okay, well, they won number one. uh, I think it was like a USA Today. Yeah, everybody's the number one. (laughs) But it was a national poll. But I know it's amazing. I don't mean to. It's amazing. I I take it back. I shouldn't have poo-pooed them. It's the closest thing to Halloween Horror Nights you're going to get outside of Halloween Horror Nights. I like it. Uh, This year, it's six houses uh, for about 35 bucks. I paid twelve bucks because wow. I pay I pay real early. I buy the two month early tickets, <laughs> and I met Logan. Shout out That's to Logan, a uh, different Logan. Okay, good. Also bearded uh, man who runs has something to do. I don't know what he does exactly, uh, but he works at Nashville Nightmare and he set up their uh, clown house. He told me he had just come back from Halloween Horror Nights uh, that the whole crew had gone because they are really taking some inspiration some from sure. it. And. Yeti was his favorite house. He thought it was the the best. And uh, he thought Graveyard Games was the best for tech, which I think I'd probably have to agree with. And he thought the Yeti was his favorite house overall. So you're in good company. All right. Here's the deal. 
I sound like Grease there. I leave <laughs> Thursday night at 10, 10. Yeah. Means I need to be at the airport around 8, 10. I could probably pull 8, 30. Yeah. National it's Nightmare op- doesn't open until Thursday night at 7. It's open Wednesday this week. Really? Yeah. Not according to Google. He told me open Wednesday. Oh, that's tempting because 35 I'll bucks go do it with you again. is nothing. And Will didn't get to go this time. So All right. Well, we may have to do That's that. fine with my Wednesday night. Cause I mean, honestly, if there's a way I could be guaranteed to get in at 730, I'd even try to do it Thursday and go straight to there's the There's a fast pass but, to, but, to do it. Yeah. But it takes a while because these are yeah. not uh, – Nashville Nightmare, it aren't, it's not the two-minute, three-minute, four-minute walkthrough. That's true. And you said these five are too. So. F- really six. Uh, these are 10-minute-ish walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them this year is short. One of them took an odd four nights went the three, four-minute route. Okay. But most of them are seven minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes uh, to walk through. They're, they take some time. I mean, it took wow. us from – we got there at 8.30. We left at 10.30. We'd done all of them. But what's cool about it is once you go in – you get into one line. And then you do two houses oh, okay. that weaves you through. Oh, okay. So you just one line. And then you go to the next one, you do three houses back to back. So you're only in one wow. one line, really. Or two lines but through the whole night. you get a bit of a break in between? Because no. no, that's what we always complain about. No, you get like 20 seconds. Of break. Oh, all right. Well, the first one, it. you're going to wait 15, 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. then you go through. All right. Uh, but it's really cool. They also have a bunch of if – you're, if you're in the Nashville area or you're just wanting to find something that's like Horror Nights – but not quite the same, but getting there. And we talked to him. He said their goal is to try to make it as close to something like that as you can, if, as much as you can in the back of a online university. <laughs> you know, whatever is it that is. where it's, it's at? It's like a strip mall. Okay. You know, and, oh, and in the back right. of the strip mall is this warehouse that is full-time uh, National Nightmare. It's awesome. But it's only open for – I think they opened it early again this year, kind of like Horror Nights, early September to early November. And then they'll come back for Christmas and they're going to come back for Valentine's Day. So there's always something happening there. Uh, but they're big Horror Nights buffs. I went with a couple people who are Horror Nights uh, typical, whatever, Horror Nights uh, active audience, I mean, we call them. Yeah. Like, they've been many times, and they felt the same vibe. Because last year it was three, and they bumped it at our four houses, and this year they bumped it to six, wow. including a full touch house. Yeah, that's $7. So, I, I will make that. you do it. It is so much fun. <laughs> full touch. Full touch. <laughs> Actually, it's not full touch. It's head, arms, legs. So no belly. Well, okay. I appreciate that. Don't rub my belly. (laughs) Weirdos. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. It's like, I know what you're saying here, but I'm like, oh, I can't touch your belly. (laughs) And that's a clown house, like an it kind of house. Oh, oh. Well, I did get touched by one of the clowns and killer clowns, so I get, but it was an accident. We, yeah. we literally collided with each other. Now, this one is you walk in and they're like all over you. Oh, God. Shoving stuffed animals in your face. Oh, I already need a Xanax. Which uh, people are like, I don't know, do they clean that stuffed animal? That's my uh, concern. Yeah, yeah. Concern isn't getting hurt. The concern is like pink eye. No, I really want to be the first person through. Yeah. <laughs> did you Febreze this bear before you put it on my face? But Yeti sweet cakes. We've Yeti. So that Yeti was, sweet cakes. Yeti, what? Is that like, what I said? Sounded like it. Oh, that's the name of this episode. Yeti like, sweet cakes. Yeah, should open it. that. Uh, I'm gonna sell them. I'm gonna create those. It's a snack. Well, cake. You know, Aaron Klein, who was Chance, she has a company that sells uh, horror themed cakes. Well, text her. <laughs> we have a new product. So, <laughs> what is Yeti her, sweet cakes. <laughs> trying to remember what her company is, so I can I can plug it here. Oh yeah, I did know that actually. Hold on, give give me a second. I'll figure this out. Not doing a good job of vamping. No. Sorry. Vamp 85. Vamp 85. Vamp 55. What'll be the next one? Well, if they jumped ahead 30 years. 2015. I guess, well, that would be pretty boring, actually. Vamp 20. Zombie Cakes Bakery. So I wasn't that far. There you go. Yeti Sweet Cakes. There she is selling. uh... Yeah. 
All right. And I wasn't sure if they're still in it, but they're definitely still in it. They posted 35 minutes ago. So Wait, I wonder if she's done any of the stuff for uh, the... My kids need a birthday cake this week, so... I wonder, Well, every time we go to that reception, I wonder if she had anything... Probably not. I'm sure they have in-house bakers. I'm sure they have company. catering companies, yeah. Or, or, ca- or their own. Yeah, like yeah, like Disney does. Yeah. You want some more, like, pot stickers? Uh, I would what, was, what was the things that... There were a couple things that did not go... The... So there was an orange chicken bow Talking bun. about at the VIP. At the VIP reception. Media know, reception. We're being... We're being Snobby butts again, but yeah, they had an orange chicken bow bun that looked like it would be amazing. And it orange chicken s- bow bun, <laughs> <laughs> sadly, it was not. But I also think they'd just been sitting by the time I got to them, they'd been sitting a while because I know they're selling it. There's one of the little food stands that has like a bento box that has the orange chicken bow bun and a couple pot stickers and something else. And the, and I've heard other people say it's great, so maybe I just got one at a bad time. Now, I had the uh. It was like a cake pop, but it was a shape like a was it a tombstone? Yeah, that was delicious. It tasted like a high end ding dong, like a hosted ding dong. The thing looks like a hockey puck. Yeah, we know, we know what the ding dong well, is. I, I know. I just, so you're just painting a picture. It was, well, it was delicious. <laughs> so it's a high end ding dong. I mean, I don't want to say that all the food was bad. Just the one thing I had was that the I didn't like bun. was the orange chicken bow, bow, bow bun. <laughs> all right, should we wrap it up? I think that's it. I think now we've, we've covered the all the houses. House, full house. We may have done one twice. We're not sure, but that's it's okay. The, it was that good. It's so nice. We did it twice. That's right. So we'll see. I'll be I'll be back next week. I'll give you a review of my uh, second time at Horror Nights, my last time for Halloween Horror Nights twenty nine, and then it just a we have a bunch of guests who want to be on, so maybe we'll do them. For the the dark times, and then we're we're, <laughs> dark o- times. we're only what like four months away from starting this whole thing over. They again. were dark times. Four, well, I don't know, about four months. February usually starts announcements. Well, I mean, if you get really, yeah, we get announced with that. Not early? this year, but historically, February yeah. is the is uh, Krampus. I think was announced in no, I think the Exorcist a couple years ago. First year we did this was announced in February. When was the first announcement this year? March. I know, like, everybody was like, where's our announcements? So it seemed like they were... It was really, later this year. They were yeah. really holding back. Let's... I think we can do a little digging, and I can tell they you. They were holding back on us. And I know, like Blake told us, he's already deep into the holidays. Deep into the holidays. While they're also planning next year. Uh, Universal Monsters, I believe, was the first one announced. Is that right? No. Stranger Things had to be the first announcement. Yeah. I mean, I think the first technical announcement they did were just the dates, when they confirmed the dates. What was that? <laughs> What's the show? Oh, okay. What? What? I'm trying to find it. But it's I, this new Apple Podcast app. Which, by the way, if you haven't reviewed the show and you like it, please go back and review. Uh, April 25th was our first episode back, wow. so that was for Stranger Things and Nightingales had already been announced. Okay, so, so it could have been early April, late there. March, something yeah. like that. So with the fact that the season starts <sighs> now, early September, it's 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 continual. Don't make us wait that long, Universal. How about give us one in February? Give us a Valentine's Day gift. But anyway, yeah, if you can line, line up some good guests in the meantime, we can fill the void. Yeah, I've gotten, uh, obviously, who said Mike Rome, he wants to be on the show. I've gotten recent messages from a, a couple of guys from uh, different bands and things we've had on here. Let me say Mike Chris, Rome wants to be on the show. I think of Mike Rowe, the Dirty Jobs yeah, guy. Yeah, Chris Dudley from uh, Under Oath has expressed interest. Uh, Chad from Newfound Glory has asked to come mm-hmm. back. So we can just hit the, if you were in a pop punk emo hardcore band in, in the early 2000s, you're going to be on the show. Am I imagining this? Yes. Did you have Richard Christie on the show at one yes, point? Yes, we did. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> from the Howard Stern show. Absolutely. We need to get him back That's on. That's amazing. I need to text him. We'll yeah. get him back on. We need to get him on. We need to get Cody back. We need to get a lot of people. It's been a few years. Is like, Cody a nice guy too? Oh, he's a huge uh, Cody's been every year so for a long time. Apparently, Jenny J. Wow Farley is a big fan. She posted that on Instagram. 
that she was there. Uh, we'll get Scott back and Chris back. We need to hear what their thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you definitely, yeah, those guys, it's their show, they haven't been on in a while. Yeah, like a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been that long since you were Chris? Yeah, maybe. I tell Dr. Chris all the time, he's a new show starting. I'll give that up. Him and uh, Amanda Boston White, they're doing a horror podcast. Oh. So I don't wow. know if it started yet, but I think I'm allowed to say it. Uh, you can text them. You might have to edit that out. That would uh, probably be easier since they're in the same time zone. Or yeah, exactly. Closer. So I think that's uh, that's happening. In, in all, does on, does the UK – like does – well, let's just say England. They're both in England. Do they have different time zones in England or is it all one? I would have guessed it's all one. it's all one. Right? I think it's small enough to be all one. Yeah. Maybe one hour. There may be a one hour difference. Really? I don't think so though. Yeah, I think we created the time zone. For, oh, yeah, because for, for farmers. No, that's daylight savings time. But wouldn't that all kind of be in the well, same – I mean, God created the time zone because the way the sun, right, fine. <laughs> the sun and the earth. Uh, let me see. I believe I want to make sure before I have to delete that part of the show that that's something <laughs> that has been um, announced. The weirdest thing is that, and you people at home can't again. This is where we need a video component. Logan looks especially like Harold Ramis today. So as we're talking about the Ghostbusters house, it's very strange. My, I had to look away. My wife has a problem with it. Like whenever there's all these like. In memoriams for Harold Ramis, yeah. and she's like, "It looks like old you." Well, on, on your right side, your hair looks particularly curly today, mm-hmm. so you really look like him from okay. the right. I've seen, I see nothing that they announced anything. So, all right, so that whole thing, may I may have to delete out. that. Um, yeah. Can you text him? I mean, not right this minute, but I mean, before you post. This yeah, show. I will. I'll text him. I'll make sure. I'm gonna just send him. A, I'm gonna shoot him and her a message real quick, Ripley. We'll see. I'll just message him later. You may have to edit that whole post. We'll see. With that, I think uh, any plugs? Any plugs there, Bart Scott? Uh, I mean, I already post. I already plugged my show, The Sasquatch Lounge. Uh, my horror novella, Marrow, is still available all for Amazon Kindle. For the Halloween season. That's right, for the Halloween season. Uh, I'm trying to put together something special, but I don't. I, I, now I'm not sure I'm going to get it done before Halloween. I got that, what, 10 days? I wanted to do something special that I was going to post on my Patreon page, but open it to the public. It's, it's kind of a gift. Uh, but anyway, that's it. But yeah, look up Marrow by B. Andrew Scott on Amazon. Uh, and remember, if you've got a smartphone, you have a Kindle. Um, People still are going, we don't have Kindle. I get it all the time. I don't have a Kindle. Yes, you do. You literally just texted me on, an, on a Kindle, essentially. So it's a free app. But anyway, that's all I got. And the Sasquatch Lounge, my other podcast. Yeah, take a listen to that. Always find me every week on WDW Today, where we talk all things Walt Disney World. And check out Airbnb.com, a luxury Orlando vacation home that I happen to manage. And you can be a part of that and you can rent it out and stay there and enjoy your time. Uh, I believe we are fully booked for this Horror Night season as there's only two weeks left. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we are already taking bookings into next year. In fact, when we're probably going to be there for 20 or for the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Nights, uh, I believe the house is already booked. Wow. I know. Had to take the book. Well, of course. It was a 15-night booking. Of course. It was, it was worth it. Uh, but we're already booking up. So make sure to take a look at that, Airbnb.com. What's the Cl- last weekend of Horror Nights? Is it the uh, first, second? Second. The first weekend of Oh, yeah. So it really is two weeks. That's it. Check out Airbnb.com. Click contact. Uh, reach out to me. I always try to get better rates for you than what are listed on there. Just special rates or perks uh, for our listeners. So uh, take a look at that. And until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan. <laughs>